Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, an epic tribute and an extreme 50th anniversary show. Matt and Dave catch Aerosmith at Fenway. After our review, will you be crying? Someone's going to have to get a grip, and if you don't like what you see here, get the funk out. This week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the dudes who don't look like ladies, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Oh, hello everybody, I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod, episode 80, I think. Are we at 80? Wow. No, this is 79. 79? Oh, it's 79, yeah. We're 79. We're, we're, we're a getting there. We're getting there. We're getting yeah. That's true. We're a little older than Aerosmith. And you know, I don't look like a lady, but when I had the long hair, somebody actually commented, because I did, <laughs> if you look at- You kind of look if, like if, a lady. If you look at our Silver Jubilee demo that I put up on the Guitar Dad's YouTube channel- it's actually coming up in views. Like people seem to like that one. Like there's one. There's a comment in there. It's like, oh, for a minute I thought you were a girl because I had like really oh. long. I had like hair down to my shoulders, and I was like, I mean, oh yeah, like that's a, that's such a great original joke. That's an original I, I, joke. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that. there's a ton of guys that have long hair. I, mean, I know, especially I'm in like, the raw in the music world. I know. You know. It's like it's like, geez, that's that's great. Anyway, so speaking anyway, of, speaking of dude looks like a lady, but here we are, Dave. What's going on? Here we are, man. Well, hey, by the way, as we say every at the top of every show, thank you to all of our listeners. Um, we really appreciate you guys keeping this thing rolling. We love it. Um, come on and join us on the Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast. Come find our our uh, our private group on Facebook at Guitar Dads Podcast over there too. And we're having some it's fun very there. private and um, it's very it's very private. private. There's no questions asked. Very private. <laughs> it's so private. All you got to do is find us on Facebook and hit That's like right. join, and then we'll exactly. approve you to join. And you're in. It's like a speakeasy uh, type of thing. It really is like a speakeasy. <laughs> um, and what else? That's a yeah. And on Twitter, at Guitar Dads Podcast, and uh, you know, occasional YouTube stuff, and and that kind of thing. Anyway, and each and every week, we uh, we speak to you, the listener, here. So keep coming back and uh, keep commenting. We love to see the comments. And if you could, please leave a review wherever you stream us, because uh, that really helps the show out. So, Thank you. Shall we get into it? Let's get right into it. Big, big events happening this week, both in our lives big, big, big and events. in the music world and yes. um, things that we've experienced in the music world. So let's get right into it, Dave. What happened? What happened last week? Oh, and the Dataverse news and notes. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Big, big, kind of a big, big show out in a um, uh, little place called London at Wembley Stadium. Mm. Um, the uh, <laughs> the the uh, Taylor Hawkins tribute concert that we've been talking about for a while, and they're going to be doing it again on the I think the 29th, 28th, something like that. Whatever yeah. that weekend is um, yeah. in L.A. Yep. Um, but it was. I have not had a chance to watch very much of it. I really need to sit down like tonight or tomorrow and really and really pound through it because it was like it was a long show. Uh, it was and like was, wasn't it like total of six hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like performers. There, there was the it was the who's who of of everybody at this thing. And I, I mean, so I gotta check it out. So I'll give you some highlights of things that I've seen. I posted one of them up on the the Facebook group. So go check out the Facebook group, like Dave said. So. One thing that blew me away that was very exciting, which has nothing to do with the Foo Fighters, is that Wolfgang Van Halen joined, you know, Justin Hawkins and Dave Grohl on bass. 
Um, Justin Hawkins is the singer from The Darkness, who's a great singer. He's and and you know The Darkness is a cool band. We don't we we, we haven't talked about The Darkness because they've been around for a while, but they're cool. No, they're yeah they are cool. Yeah, we got to talk cool about band. them a little bit. You more. should definitely definitely check them out. I should listen to some of their stuff because they have some cool stuff. Um, but anyway, Wolfgang came up. They did this ridiculously awesome version of Hot for Teacher, and Wolfgang I did see this. Wolfgang played guitar. Is this like the first time Wolfgang publicly yes. publicly has played any Van Halen since his dad died? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. So that's big. So he he comes up there and he's playing his signature, you know, WVH guitar, the one that's like the semi-hollow body that we talked about. Go go back if you want to hear about Wolfgang, you know, go back and hear and go back and look at the um the episode where we we reviewed the show that we went to where it was a co-headline with him and Dirty Honey. That's a great episode we talk about that. So Dave and I knew from that show from listening to Wolfgang's solo album. Well, it isn't Wolfgang, it's Mammoth, which is what he calls his band. It's like a nine inch nails thing. It's all him. But yeah. um he calls himself Mammoth. Um and, you know, he tours with the band, of course. So, I mean, Dave and I knew that Wolfgang had it, like had the chops. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You know, it's kind of like he's on the tree. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, he's almost and, at the, yeah. And he shows up to this thing and he gets up there and he absolutely slays Hot for Teacher like you're watching Eddie play it. It was just unbelievable to watch. Yeah, it's pretty. And it's pretty crazy. It was. It was just such a cool moment. That's why I had to post it up on the on the site. So if you guys haven't seen it up, up on the Facebook page, if you guys haven't seen it, like go and, and watch it and just see how amazing it is. You know, if you're a Van Halen fan, even if you're not, you know, go see it. If you're you know, just a guitar fan, a music yeah, fan, I mean, you have so to check fun. this thing out. It's this so is crazy. Fun. Yeah. So he just kills it. And it was just a great moment. So that was one of the one for me one of the best moments. But you know, I, that's one thing that kind of rose to the top for me. The other kind of amazing moment that is more Foo Fighters related from this show is um, is when the Foo Fighters took the stage at the end and played a bunch of songs. You know, Dave Grohl did a very emotional kind of intro to I think it it was My Hero or was it um, another one of their songs? But the, but the highlight was My Hero where Taylor Hawkins' son, who's 16 years old, um, comes up and plays drums on My Hero with the band. And with, he's incredible. With, he, with I mean, Foo talk Fighters. about, like, yes, talk about for a 16-year-old kid. And this this dude, I mean, he he is everything and then some. I mean, this this kid's got a great, you know, he talk about like you talk about Wolfgang and the in the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Same thing with uh with with this dude, you know. I oh, mean, it, it, totally. So it's just he's killer. He comes up there, you know. It's his dad's tribute concert. He's only sixteen. He's just a kid, and he just destroys it. Like just kills it. Sounds so good, you know. And the band's playing, and it's like, and Dave and I like watch this, and we look at each other, and we're like, could they continue the band with him as the drummer? I'm assuming I'm, I have to assume that they're going to, I mean, I don't know what they're, I haven't read anything about their plans. I actually haven't looked anything up because I'm, I'm kind of curious. I know they're going to go back. I know they're going to be, you know, they, they've, they've had their period of grieving and that was a big thing for Dave and, and yeah. I know they're going to be going back out. So I, I have to imagine that it's going to be with his son. Right. I mean, but that would be the coolest thing. I mean, I mean, he's 16 years old. Who knows if, you know, his mom wants him to, uh, to be out there on tour with a rock and roll band, but you know, you hey. know, without with the, with given the circumstances, it sounds given like a pretty cool thing to be doing with your life. I mean, uh, yeah, 
I don't like, know. Look, I I'm mean, a we'll big, see. you know, stay tuned, I, but you know, I work in education. I'm a big proponent of education, but geez, I mean, I mean, let, listen, this yeah, would, yeah, but this would hey, be fun to watch. <laughs> 16, you got a couple of years left of high school. Yeah. You, can, you can figure that out on the road. That's and, right. And, figure and it out on the road. And you know, totally agree. And I mean, not, no, or not, not, not go to college and get a degree. You know, you can get to your, you can graduate high school and be done and not go to college. And, and yeah. You know, be in a band. I mean, be in the Foo Fighters. It's kind I'll, of a big thing, you know. I'll it's tell you, it's, I'll, it's not really. It, 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 you say like, oh, his mom might not want him out there touring with a rock band. I mean, that's kind of the conversation every kid has with their parents, right? Yeah. Like, well, mom, I'm going to start a band. Uh, what? Who are they? Who are they? Well, they're the Foo Fighters. Oh, well, but they're not dad that did successful. It. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, but dad did it. <laughs> right? You can't I mean, go out there and tour like with a, a band, but dad did it. This <laughs> is um, like a guaranteed success. So I mean, I don't know. you know what this brings to mind, Dave? Like, imagine if if um, Jason Bonham was older. If Jason Bonham was like this level when when John Bonham died, like I, he probably I th- was. I think that could have happened. It probably he probably was. No, that he was. He well, how old good. was he when his? No, he was like a little. He was like four years old no 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 i'm just saying like he was i'm just saying he was he was as good he he was good for he's been you know he's an incredible drummer i can't imagine that he wasn't like an amazing drummer in the in his teens and what i'm saying is i'm saying yeah yeah. if john bonham led zeppelin yeah yeah no 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 i'm saying if if jason bonham if if you know let's play fantasy land here if uh led zeppelin had decided to like pick it back up and and continue on at some point in their career, I mean, could they have like picked up Jason Bonham and just kept on going? I mean, they no, probably no, could've. no. That's that's what I'm saying. But it would have been like if it it would have been cooler. Like like what we're talking about now. Like you know, a year after his death, let's say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they go out different, and on oh, totally with, different. They go out and tour yeah. with his son. Imagine if you know, you know, Jason was able to do that right after you know, a year after his dad died. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Think about what could have happened with Zeppelin. So that you know, so this is. I don't know. This is it was really an amazing moment. Maybe it ends there. Who knows? Maybe he's not interested in joining the band, but it it's just it was I mean, I mean, it's a pretty special moment. So, but but like you a really said, really special Dave, moment. Yeah. Yeah, and and like you said there's a lot more that we got to get through and watch this thing and see what's going yeah, on and, and it's, see the, the it's packed. Yeah. 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 So, so we'll check it out. We'll check it out and we'll uh, give our thoughts as we go. But we'll definitely, uh, I, I definitely will be, uh, you know, typical guitar dad thing. You always got caught up with like all the kids stuff. And it was Labor Day weekend last weekend. And, you know, I had to, you know, get all, do stuff with the family and all that. So I didn't get to sit down and stream this thing. Plus it yeah, was everybody in London. Was busy. So it was like, yeah. it was morning time when it, when it started streaming. So I just, yeah, like, every, there was, everybody there was, was no busy. way I could yeah. sit and watch yeah. it. Yeah. But, but the, but so, the LA but, one, the LA one, they're doing another one in LA when is it? Late later in September, right? It's like the twenty whatever that Saturday is yeah. in the the end of September. It's like the twenty eighth, ninth, thirtieth, something like that. Some somewhere in that date range. Um, but but so, yeah, so, so so it's. Yeah. I'm assuming it's the same lineup, right? No, 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 no. This is a totally different lineup. It's a completely different lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kinds of different. I mean, maybe there's some overlap, but there's like a completely different group of people. I think that's why they wanted to do both in L.A. and London. There's like a completely uh, different group of people that's going to perform. I mean, some I think are doing both, but I think um, there's some there's some people that are not going to be there. You know, that were in London that you know are not going to be there in L.A. So this is I don't know. This is another thing we got. So I think the L.A. one with the only three hour delay for us on the East Coast, we should definitely. 
we'll see definitely what we check can it out. Figure out, Dave. So it'll be really cool. At least some and, you know, it. the streaming thing is interesting. Do you want to talk about streaming concerts for a couple minutes? Yeah, let's let's talk about this for just a couple minutes, and then we'll get into the whole thing where this where this conversation started last night because yeah. it's kind of an interesting one. So we'll get into this later, but we were at a, a, a little bit of a show last evening, as a I mentioned show. in the, and a little show last evening, as I mentioned in the intro, and um, it kind of came up because of ticket prices in the secondary market and how we always complain about how much these things are, and you can never get face value tickets and that whole thing. And would people actually? And then in terms of where our seats were and this and that, it kind of spawned this conversation about streaming. Would you, it, it, as a music fan, would you? purchase a, a whether it's a, a just a streaming like i don't know would live nation just be starting to sell you know streaming service for certain concerts or would bands be doing it individually or whatever it is either way would you sit there in your the comfort of your own home and watch a show live as they're playing at the at the stadium or wherever they're the venue wherever they're playing yeah I mean, so I think that, I mean, we talked about this when we first started the podcast a little yes. bit. We touched on it in a couple episodes because, you know, when we first started the podcast, we were still very much in the pandemic and there was a lot of bands. The only thing they could do was live streams. And then that brought up this idea of, you know, when things get back to normal, you know, it's never really going to be normal again, but um, it pretty much is now. Um why don't bands stream live shows as another source of revenue? Why, like, is that a viable option, right? And I, and, and it's interesting, right? Like, I think as you've seen the pandemic kind of subside and we get into an endemic state, you you really don't see bands offering live streams at all anymore. It's kind of like gone to no. the wayside. And I wonder if that's because it's a hard sell, like especially these bands that have done it. I wonder if they feel like it's a hard sell. It's not worth the effort that it takes, so we're not going to do it. And the other thing that I think why they might not be doing it is because it might take away from ticket sales, right? It might be like, oh. I think, yes, you said that last night. And why I buy that the was ticket? The most, uh, yeah. That that was the biggest, That that's the biggest point right there is because it's not that challenging from a technological standpoint to be streaming your your show right i mean it's just a uh, you know a couple of cameras and 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 sound and everything else and like cuz they've done it before they've done all these other live streams and, and now it's just like doing it during a, 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 a an actual live audience performance and so it's not that much different um I, I do think it would take away from ticket sales in a sense because it maybe at the smaller venues because at a show like last night that that thing's going to sell out people are going done it's not even a question if it's a smaller band, smaller venue, and you're like, yeah, I'd love to see them live, but you know, I don't really, I'm kind of busy this weekend. I don't know if I want to take the time out or, oh man, those tickets are a little bit over my price range. Oh, look, I can stream it for 20 bucks. But, but yeah, what the hell else? But I think on. it would take away from ticket sales. But hold on. Let's talk about, cause I'm talking about, I mean, I, I think, I think it is a tough sell for a smaller band to do that. Um, but you know, I think about be, like an. I don't like think an, it's viable. Like, for small why bands. wouldn't Aerosmith do a live stream from Fenway Park and have a pay per view event when you have a sold out show that is ridiculous amount of money to get into? Like, why wouldn't I think you do because that? if you have a show like that, and we'll talk about this, I think yeah. when you have a fifty uh, something that's been postponed three times, to- twice now. Yeah. And because of the pandemic and you have something that's so epic and so iconic in the 50th anniversary show 
if you live stream that, you kind of take a little bit of the, I don't know, not cachet, whatever word you want to okay, use. Okay, all right. You kind of take a you take a little bit away from that, right? If everybody can just watch it, then you know, I mean, it, but why it, but, go? Because but, you want to go. Of course, you want to see the band. But but why is it different from the Super Bowl? Like why? Like why can't? Like why can't that because happen? Because mu- that's music, man. Music is different than football. Because it, you and I it? don't want to go to a pa- you and I don't want to go a Patriots game because the stadium is so far away, and by the time we get home, it's like it's been a twelve hour day. And I w- in the NFL, the the any whether you watch it on Fox or CBS, or they do such a great job with what you can see on your television, and it's almost and it is better. The experience to me is better. Plus, you're in the comfort of your own home. You go to the bathroom, get a beer whenever you want. You know, with a show, it's, I think it's a little bit different, you know, Uh, because music has been, music has always been about being there, you know, or listening to it. I I think you're onto something. Necessarily watching it. I think you're onto something with that. I think you are. But however, if you, if you can watch it, you know, because if you draw this comparison to sports, you can watch a show, you can watch a game. And it's, you know, especially when the Patriots were in their prime here, here in the Boston area, you couldn't get a ticket to the Patriots show, to no. the Patriots show, <laughs> to the game. Patriots you couldn't get a well, ticket, you couldn't get a ticket to a game even if you wanted to, or, you know, you could, but it was, you know, very expensive, you know, they pay it, they, they charge you to park. It's ridiculous, you know, but they were sold out every single game. That's right. So, you know, why, if, if a band is going to operate like that, like the Stone, like the biggest acts in the world, the Stones, Aerosmith, U2, if they're going to operate like that, why not do like a big pay-per-view live stream event to bring it to the masses in the world? I, like to well, me, I think easy, it's an I mean, the easy answer source of revenue that these bands need to figure I think, out. I don't, I, I, I think it's way too obvious. I think they've thought of this and I think there's got to be reasons why they're not doing it. And I don't know. I don't know if necessarily from uh, the larger band, from the bigger bands like the Stones and the people you mentioned, I don't think those acts are necessarily worried about ticket sales because they really don't have a lot to lose, right? Um, because they know they're going to sell out whatever venue they go to. But isn't but but still uh, isn't that if, if but of they course could, they've thought about if it if they could do two or three live streams a tour and almost triple, you know what they bring in in revenue like why why not why not do this it so your i think your point is it dilutes the experience a little bit it definitely dilutes but the experience think, especially a show like last night if i'm there last night at fenway and i know it's being live streamed to fans i don't that's that's just like when i'm at you know a red sox yankees game and i know what's being broadcast like that almost adds to the excitement of the thing i i, I think bands need to get hip to what this i'm saying is figure this out I understand what you're saying. I don't think a show last night serves as a good example for this. I think if you're talking like a general tour and in the average band going out there doing their 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 big tour for the year, um, I don't. I think that is a separate conversation. I think some of these, you know, these legendary bands like the ones you mentioned, like the one we saw last night. Yeah. I think that what you because there are there's a almost at this point they're so old there is a real finite amount of time to see these guys. And I think it takes, it, it makes, I mean, we talked about how special it was last night to be there. You were one of, I don't know how many people they had in that place. I mean, Fenway fits for a baseball game, but what, like 36, 38, but it's special, 36,000. But, but why is it different so, than a baseball game? Because, ba- because 
There's 162 games a but, year. No, but, no, but why is it different? Shows. Why is it different from Game Seven of the World Series? That's completely okay. Sold so now out. you're talking. All right, like, now, why you, is now it you're talking. Why is it different from that? Like, the, all right, that's a good point. That's a valid point because now you're talking a, a different, a special kind of game, right? Yeah, and this series. is a special kind of show. And you know, and 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 bands have done this historically, and they release DVDs, right? And it's another product that they can sell. But you know, if you can sell a, a, a concert ticket, you can sell. They did. They proved you could do it over the pandemic. You can sell a live stream. I, it, it just it just kind of baffles me. Like, why aren't bands doing? I would love. You know, it must be that they don't feel that the demand is there. But I would do it. I would sit here on any given night. I would if if I knew some iconic concert was happening. I would I would pay whatever they wanted me to pay a hundred bucks, and I would want maybe that's what it is. They feel like they need to. But would they, you for a smaller show? No, no, no. But for like a big band that I really like, if it gets Guns and Roses, you know, let, let, you know, or something like that. I mean, they did it. In the reason, the other reason I bring this up is they do it for this Taylor Hawkins thing, where all these partners are live streaming in. And it's going to be rebroadcast in certain ways. Like, why aren't more? Why aren't bands the the, it's a the different most thing, man? Bands? That's a different thing. It is. But why aren't the most iconic iconic bands in the world doing this and taking advantage of this to bring the live experience to the to the to the masses? I, it's really an odd I think, thing that they don't. I, I don't know if it's a. I don't know if it's an odd thing, and I I bet they think I bet they thought about it. I just feel like music, music is is very different than sports in terms of the 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 live experience and how I mean how many how many shows have we talked about in our past that we've gone to we've enjoyed we've loved, but the part of the experience was the fact that we were there we were physically but, but, there but people, even last but night. People, but Dave, but Dave, people say the same thing about sports. I I don't see. I don't see the difference. They do. I don't see the difference. They at do. All. I don't see the difference at all. They, and I think. Well, then I then then if you're if you're <laughs> if you're right in what you're saying, if if you're if you're if you are in the my majority opinion, let's just say you are right. I think. I don't know if then I am. it's got to be a I'm money wrong. thing. No, let's say for sake of argument, let's say you are. I think then the bands are coming out and saying it's just not it's not lucrative for us to do this to put the effort into this because we don't think the demand is there. I, I think that's what it is, and maybe like in the other thing, like we you know to come full circle, they might feel like it. Well, if we do that, why would people come to the show? You know, I I think they're well, worried that, about and playing, that goes worried about playing a like you know three quarter empty arenas. I think that's what they're worried about. I that, don't though. think you right. Well, now but Aerosmith and the Stones, but Aerosmith and the Stones and Springsteen, like they're not worried about playing to a half empty arena. That they, they're charging they five hundred dollars a no. ticket. So like it, right. it seems really ridiculous to me. But may, maybe you're right. Maybe there's something about music that isn't conducive to this, and it's not going to work. So anyway. We should move on, but <laughs> music is such a per- music is a as much to me a much more person. Maybe maybe I'm in a minority with this belief, but I, music is such a more personal experience than a sporting event. And I'm a huge sports fan. Yeah, but yeah. I be- when I go to a concert, I come out of that with such a different feeling than going to a a, a baseball game, a football game, even a playoff game. Right, so. I, yeah, I no, think I'm getting right my that. emotionally. I'm getting more out of the concert than I'm getting out of a game. Yeah, I mean, because I can see a game every year, every week, every night, whatever it is. Name the sport, and I know that I can also see special games. Maybe the red, you know, the Reds. We're talking about Fenway, so let's talk Red Sox. Red Sox at some point will be back in the World Series, maybe one of these days, and you know, then I'll have an opportunity to go. Whereas, like Aerosmith. 
we don't know. With this last night might have been the last time you and I actually get to see them. Yeah. So let let's shift over that. You know, speaking of these yeah. special experiences. So so let's talk about what happened last night. <laughs> So last night, like kind of a last minute, we said we were going to do this, and we yeah, did. Yeah, we did it. We, we, we're, we're the guitar dads. What we preach, we, we come through. <laughs> exactly. We we uh, so on. I said to Matt, "Hey, we're going to Aerosmith. I'm going to be tooling around on um, on this, so that we're we're as you know, for, uh, pull back the curtain on the behind the scenes here. We're recording this on a Friday night. Show is on a Thursday. On Monday, I said I'm going to look at ticket prices because everything's secondary market right now because this show's been postponed twice." And I found mm. a couple reasonably priced seats, and I said, you know, they're not the greatest of seats, but I've seen Aerosmith like eight times. I'm I'm good. I just want to be at this 50th anniversary show. This thing has been pumped up and hyped for so long. I've got to go. So we we went. Yeah, you want me to say something? It. There now? you go. All right. I thought so you were going to give you a review so that, of that the was show. This <laughs> that was this week's Guitar Dad's <laughs> podcast. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so, so we, we went last night. So I posted on now, the Facebook page. I, I posted on the Facebook page earlier today because we always we have been complaining on this podcast about how Fenway is not a good place to see a show, and it isn't. And I was still being a curmudgeon when Dave is like, Dave's like, what about this ticket? This seems good. Whoa, a spider just like went right in front of my face, like it came down from my um, I saw from my that. ceiling. Did you see that? I think I did. That or was maybe crazy, it was just your hand man. I'm not really afraid of spiders, but Jesus, that was like right on my face. Hey, somebody doesn't want us talking about this show. Oh my god, that was that was creepy. Anyway, <laughs> so speaking of curse, what the hell was I even um, saying? That was weird. You um, were talking about you were talking about the the, the seat, the tickets. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, I don't. We, even... we were talking about how we don't think Fenway is a great place as a music venue, and we and and it's, it's like not. it's not worth it. The, the the seats you get aren't good. You can't really see. Well, let me tell you something. I renege on all of that. To see a show at Fenway Park is really pretty damn cool. And yes, the to sound. To see this show at Fenway Park. The sound isn't great. It does. It suffers because it just kind of goes up in the air and over your head and, you know. And, um, you know, but being in Fenway Park. But this is, you're, 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 you're listening to somebody that grew up in, you know, in, in the Boston area, went to Fenway with my my dad when I was a kid, like I have special times that I've had there at Fenway and to go and see an awesome rock show there is a special thing because it's an iconic place and it holds a special place in all of our hearts. So that's cool. And I underestimated how cool that was going to be. <laughs> that's right. So, and I think to your point earlier about the people that would live stream and the people that see that see the secondary market and like, I, you know what? I can't afford that, but I want to see this show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see people wanting to live stream. But yeah, so the show, it's show itself. So we got there. We The, the ticket said show starts at 6.30. We looked this up and it was so extreme. Another great, great Boston band. I mean, you guys know extreme, right? Incredible. It was actually the first, Incredible first rock Boston show I ever band. saw. Yep. We were told they were going on at eight o'clock and we said, we figure, okay, let's just show up around eight. And we showed up around eight and we're like, is that extreme? And as we're walking towards the, uh, yeah. the park yeah. and yes, it was. So we missed about three quarters of the show. Yeah. We, we, we were walking to our seats. But the songs we did see. Yeah. We're walking- but the show, but the song, yeah. Go I ahead. was going to say, we were walking to our seats and they bust into more than words. More than words. <laughs> it was very romantic walking into more than words. That that you know that one you know it, yeah of course. 
But anyway, let's uh, not, now that we want to glance over Extreme and Nuno Betancourt, we need to talk about Extreme, by the way, in the next But uh, let me tell you something about Nuno Betancourt. His tone was on fire. He had a stack of marshals behind him, a wall of marshals, we should say, behind him. His tone was on fire. His playing was dead on. Gary Sharon still sounds good, looks good. Still sounds great. These guys are on fire, and they're fun to watch. And, Dave, when they come around, you know, they – they play up at the casino occasionally. We should go see them because, I mean, I bet they put Yeah, we on, definitely got to go check them I out. I mean, they, they put on a great show. So, Yeah, they'll put on a great show. Yeah. But anyway, let's move. Let's get just to get everything in tonight. Yeah. Let's, uh, we're not going to glance over. We we will talk extreme at some point. But, of course, the, the big act of the night, the, big, the whole reason we were there was to see Aerosmith. And this is supposed to be their 50th anniversary show postponed. So kind of technically like 52. Um. But yeah, so can I give you my thoughts real quick? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were just gonna I've go. Seen, I thought you were just gonna launch. I've into seen them. <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen them eight times before. Last night, or maybe nine. Last night was either nine or ten. Now, was it the most? Was it the best show I've ever seen from them? No. Was it the best sounding show? No. Were they that tight? No. But the whole experience of be, seeing this particular show at Fenway Park, like Matt said, was absolutely special. Um, I think. Steven Tyler, I, I mean, right off the bat, this, uh, he is 74 years old and he can still scream. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, yeah. But he was on all night last night. All uh, night. Yeah. He, 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 you know, look, he doesn't sound like he did, you know, 20 years ago. No, 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 no. But I'll tell no, you, of course but not. I'll tell you, you can't expect that. You can't expect that at 74 years old, but I'll, t- that's 74 years old. But let me tell you something. He did bring it. He brought the energy. Yes, he can't hit every single high note, but you know who? Nobody in no nobody can do that, <laughs> right? No. So nobody can nobody can really do what he does. So you're right, Dave. Like he really brings it. He's really like a freak of nature in that how how he can do this. He's like Tom Brady level of singing. Well, of all the nostalgia, <laughs> all the nostalgia, all the nostalgia acts that are out there, he is quite. He is by far doing it the best. Yeah, in terms of like true to form, you know, bringing it, he's definitely doing it. It's true. He really is strong in his voice. It's a kind of unbelievable. And now that I've had a chance to digest this all day today, because I know I had some different feelings walking out from the show, I I think what we saw last night was just, even though it wasn't the tightest, it wasn't the greatest, it wasn't the best, but it just the, the environment... And the show that we were seeing, and the fact that we were able to see these guys play again, I think it was just, it was great altogether. I really enjoyed the I, show. I agree, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, and if, if you listen to some, I'll, I should play, I'll play, uh, I've yeah, sent out some of these videos on Instagram. Yeah. You guys, you guys, you guys tell us what you think, because, you know, there's, there's a little bit of sloppy playing going on. Now, granted, they haven't played a full show other than their warm-up show up in Maine, they have not played a show in about three years together. And, yep, yep. you know, it, it was sad to not see Joey Kramer there, the drummer. Yeah, Joey Kramer uh, wasn't playing with the band. So he's had some health issues. And his, uh, unfortunately, his wife passed away in July. And I think there's some issues with that. Oh, and I so didn't know. Really? Oh, that's this terrible. Is not a, it's, not, it's not the end for, for him and the band. The band has actually come out and said, you know, we, he's our brother. And, you know, when he can play with us again, he, he'll be there. But a couple of years ago... In 2020, he was he had sued the band because he got injured, shoulder injury, and to get back into the band, they wanted him to audition, <laughs> and he sued them, saying, "I don't have to audition for my own band." Isn't that but crazy? The, uh, That's crazy. Yeah. 
But anyway, I think things are kind of ironed out. He's he's had some health issues and some emotional issues, understandably. And so I think, um, and they're longtime drum tech uh, filled in last night. He, he did a great job. But he did great. He it did, wasn't Joey. He 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 did great. He did great. The whole thing was great. Um, so my take on the show is similar to Dave's. You know, just to see this iconic band, you know, a Boston band. So again, it holds a special place in and and Dave and I, my, our hearts. It it. it it was just amazing to watch. It was definitely not the best Aerosmith show we've seen. Um, there was a lot of sloppy guitar playing happening, mainly on the part of Joe Perry, if we're yes. just honest. I mean, and, you know, Dave made, made made the point, you know, Dave's, you know, Joe's always been like somewhat of a sloppier player. Well, that's true. But if you go back and watch some of the live stuff from a while ago, it's not as sloppy as we're hearing. It's not, not as sloppy as, sloppy as, as we're hearing now. today. But, but it doesn't matter because it's rock and roll and it was live and it, he was bringing it and he was bringing, he, he didn't lack energy. He didn't lack no. swagger. He didn't lack tone. <laughs> he, when you could hear it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, there yeah. were some, there were a lot of technical, I think there were, and if they, and uh, again, you guys, you guys go to Instagram and watch some of the videos that I'll post and you tell us because there's a lot of technical issues that we noticed last night and watching the videos, you can hear them. There were, there were many occasions where, you hear Steven just mid song, you know, calling to somebody or saying too loud, or you yeah, all of a sudden he, he, hear a he guitar did say kick. that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. And um, you hear, you hear a guitar kick in a little bit late. And that was a lot of times I noticed that when Joe was away from his board and I wonder if his tech was like, you know, a little bit late to the, you know, the, the, the hit on the pedals or whatever he was using, because, yeah, um, yeah. you know, he'd go into a, a solo and you wouldn't hear the solo for the first couple like milliseconds. And all of a sudden the guitar just there's the boost, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the guitar's so, in I your think face. There were a lot yeah, of... Di- yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, Dave. There was a lot of issues like that that were going on. Um, you could tell that, like, you could tell that a couple of times, like, Stephen was a little frustrated. Um, you could tell Joe was yep. a little frustrated a couple of times. But, um, you know... I've never seen them communicate during a show while the show was going on so much as they did last yeah, night. They definitely did that. Um, there was definitely like little like you know things that they would they would share, but for 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 the most part, you could tell they really kind of leaned into it. What was really cool was it seemed like they leaned into more of the of the grittier kind of seventy stuff, right, Dave? Is that a fair assessment? You're yes. you're, you're the super oh the yeah. super fan here. I'm a super fan. Yeah. Oh, they hit all this, all the classics. I mean, they did. We'll talk about Dream On in a second, but they did Dream On for Walk This Way, Sweet Emotion. They hit. They did Seasons of Wither. They, yes, they did that Toys was in cool. the Attic. They did. Yeah. They did. Uh, they even dug deep and they did. Um, oh man, of course, because I'm talking on the pod, I'm gonna forget the the name of the song. But there's like an old cover that they did years and years ago. Um, I'm gonna pull it up because I'm gonna forget what it was. But they they did they even did that, and I've never heard them play that before. Um, they kind of oh, leaned. They, the they did. The they song. leaned into this like dirtier, sleazier stuff that they did in their earlier days, which was really awesome to to see and hear. You know, they still did. Don't want to miss a thing. Remember walking in the sand. Remember walking. Oh that, yes, they did that yes. Cover. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? Was that the Dobro one or no? Uh, where Joe was I don't playing believe the dope, so. Okay, no, they were. That was Hank. They came. They yeah. He that, that was Hangman Jury. Oh, Hangman. Oh, that's which I've right. I've seen them do before. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah. So anyway, so they so they lean like as you can tell, they leaned into this kind of more bluesier, I would call it raunchier stuff that they did. Same old song and dance. Same old song. Yeah, they yeah they did same old song and dance. I mean, this is this was awesome. I mean, to hear those songs 
was just awesome, right? It's like, you know, they and they, you know, when Dave and I have seen them, they haven't leaned into that stuff because they've been supporting an album that they whatever album they had out at the time and they would really heavily support that and they would play the classics but you would hear the cla- you would only hear a handful of them and and th- and this night you really heard a lot of them. So it was it was, you know, for for an Aerosmith fan, it was pretty it pretty much gave you what you wanted. So can can we talk about can we talk about the most epic Yeah, what was the epic this, part? This this was this was brilliant. Yeah, Let yeah. me just say. Yeah. So for those for those of you that know Fenway Park, um there is uh on top of the the left field wall which they call the Green Monster. Everybody knows the um, Green Monster. Are, Come on. Everybody knows the Green Monster if you well, if you're listening to this in like, you know, Europe or Oh, that's right. You know, if you're New not Zealand in the US, you might not know. You might not know, but there's something called the Green Monster, which is this giant wall anyway. in the left field of of uh, Fenway Park. And they put, they recently, a few number of years ago, they put seats on top, which never were up there. Anyway, so we're waiting the encore. The, so they, they finished the show. We're waiting for the encore. And it's taken a little bit longer than usual for them, <laughs> even for them. And they usually drag it out. All of a sudden, the, this light goes on over the green monster. And there's Steven Tyler up there with a the piano and Joe. And they start going into Dream On. And then the band, band's still on stage. Bango comes this in. This fireworks. It was a fire. Fireworks are going yeah. off. It was freaking amazing yeah they really it was like the cool it was so cool they really brought it 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 was it was really cool and it was a great experience overall and i'm really glad i went and now i'm not so turned off to fenway park anymore i'm gonna have to go see more bands there dave i'm still turned off are you all you well you are (laughs) the sound is not the sound was not good it wasn't and i think the biggest complaint that, that dave and i had about the sound was was you couldn't hear the guitar solos as clearly as you wanted couldn't to. Hear it. You no. knew a guitar solo no. was being played, but you it just like you wanted it to hit you across the face. And when we've seen him at these at the shed that's ne- near us, the shed show that the shed v- venue that's near us, his guitar. I, I like that's one of the things I distinctly remember. Like when we saw him like twenty years ago, was like this guitar tone just hit you in the face, right? And Dude, you didn't they get are that. so. You didn't they get are. That. A, they are a. They are a loud band. Every time I've seen them, I've had my ears just blown out, especially at these shed shows. Yeah. And last night, it just you didn't get it. I. I mean, you didn't. I, you didn't get I, that. You can tell because I woke up this morning and I can actually hear, and I can never <laughs> hear after a concert. I, I. I remember. I remember like loving an elevator when Joe goes into that solo towards the end, like I remember my ears like bleeding, but just like loving it because it's like, this is like the most amazing yeah. Les Paul tone I've ever heard. So. <laughs> so. Yep. Although he was playing on yeah, Love last night. He didn't night. play he was the Paul junior. He played the that's junior. Right. Oh, that's right. He did have a Les Paul. Sorry. You're right. Yeah. And they opened it. Yeah. He played with the yeah, junior. Right, right, yeah. He right. played the but junior. But I remember like the shows that we've seen him on. I mean, we've seen him, you know, we saw him at the, at the, you know, the, the TD garden, and and my yep. ears were blown out there, but but yeah, so you didn't get that at Fenway, so so that's a little disappointing. But at the same time, overall the experience was awesome, and I will I'll go to more shows at Fenway just because it's a fun time. So it's a fun time, and it would have to be a band that I that really, really want to see, see there. Yeah. yeah, because I don't I don't want to I, I don't I the sound is just it it's just mediocre to me where it's not worth spending the kind of cash you need to get into that place to go see a band. Mm, mm. And if it's like, you know, the I I don't know how the sound was for the stadium tour with Def Leppard. It was and, terrible. Uh, we talked about this. Did we talk yeah. about this? Yeah, it's terrible. I don't remember. I must have been drunk. Well, I, I well, know. I heard that I heard that Motley's sound was not good but but Def Leppard's was better. So so can we really quickly touch on what we talked about last night? All right. All these bands, all these all these nostalgia acts that are out there. Steven Tyler's out there killing it last night. 
I mean, even even Mick Jagger can still sing. Bruce can still sing. All these guys that are still out there oh, doing Bruce, it. Even yeah. Joe Elliott, Joe Elliott of uh, Def Leppard can still sing. It is an absolute embarrassment that Vince Neil <laughs> thinks that he can charge money for the crap that he is putting. I mean, out it's there. it's a, it's it's, it's a literal disgrace. It is. It really is. And I don't say that lightly. We seem to have to lightly, bash man. Vince Neil every freaking podcast. <laughs> we totally but do. That's, but it is true. But not, not to end on a, uh, on, a, on a negative note. But let's end it on a positive note, Dave. Let's end on a positive note. I mean, it was epic. You know that next year that Aerosmith is going to be becoming a Fenway because it was such a huge success. They, 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 they blew the records, you know, the... the the uh, capacity oh, that's records right. out that, the yeah, door. You know, that's an important piece. They actually broke the attendance record for Fenway Park. Yep. That's saying something. I think they'll be back next year. We are definitely going to have to go, and we have to figure out better seats for sound. Mm, yeah, I think that's right. Cool, man. Well, so that's where we're at. I think there you have it. So uh, shall we wrap? I Let's think that wrap was, it up. Um, Let's wrap it up. Again, thanks to all our listeners out there. Check us out on Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast. Find us on Facebook at Guitar Dads Podcast. We'd love to have you in the group. Um, and uh, make sure you you toss in a review, you know, down below or wherever you are right now, because that's going to help out the show too. So we really appreciate everything that you guys can do for us. And we love doing this for you guys. Um, so I think that was this week's Guitar Dads Podcast. That's it. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip.